How's it going this week, everybody? This week I'm gonna be having Francisco on the show, and he came on to share his encounter with a paranormal entity of some kind when he was in middle school. A very clear, intense encounter, and I'm glad he came on to share that story today. It's very interesting. Also, just want to do a quick shout out for all the members that have been signing up. I do appreciate it. If you guys are interested in the membership, you can head over to challengetheunknown.com and become a member. It'll give you early access to episodes two weeks before they come out. And one last thing before we get started tonight, everybody, is this episode is sponsored by Smoky Mountain Squatch Coffee Company. Nathan sent me over the Cowboy Blend to try, and honestly, I love it. I'm a big coffee drinker. That's no secret to all of you. And just for my audience, there's a 10% off discount code if you use CTU at checkout. There's a link in the description if you'd like to order some. Thanks for listening. Roland, so why don't you tell me what you saw, man? Yeah, of course. So uh, I'm going to start off with just a bit of uh, background information before I get into it. So uh, when I was in the sixth grade, uh, around 12 weeks of school, um, my family and I, uh, we moved in with my aunt, which was my mom's sister at the time, or still is actually. <laughs> but um, it, we were only going to move in because my parents were going to invest uh and starting their own business and you know it takes money to to do that sort of thing so it led to spending as little as possible and saving more but eventually things didn't work out between them and it just led to a divorce uh so my mom got her own place and my dad was still renting a room with my aunt and so i had been living with my aunt until i graduated from middle school and i was just about to enter high school and so both my dad and my aunt moved out. And so we went our own way. Now, this encounter occurred sometime around 2014, 2015. I was around 13 or 14. Um, just giving an estimate of, of the time. I'm not exactly sure what the year was, but it was sometime around middle school. And so it was a weekend morning. Uh, my aunt and her family, they were on their way to church. And so I decided to stay home and not go with them because, you know, as a little kid, I was, I, I found church boring and it just, just wasn't my thing. No offense. Right. But, um, uh, later, um, it was around six, seven AM. And my aunt told me to, to be back later, um, that afternoon or evening. And so as soon as he left, I put on Netflix and, I was just relaxing, you know, it was a weekend, didn't have school, had nothing to worry about. And I was watching uh, Malcolm in the Middle and my cousin had a dog and the dog was sleeping next to me on the couch. And eventually a few episodes throughout the show, the dog decided to go into my cousin's room and sleep on his bed. And as a habit, what we would do uh, with our family was leave the doors open just to know, you know, who was home and who wasn't. And so we kept it that way. And so a few hours go by as I'm watching the show, you know, just relaxing, laughing, going on my phone, texting friends as well. And that's when suddenly my door just slammed shut. Um, it, it was very loud. And I assumed it was just the air coming in from the room because uh, I had a window in my room. But the thing was, I had closed the window 
before I went out to the living room that morning. And so I ignored it and I was doubting myself. I was like, oh, well, maybe I did leave it open, right? But shortly after that happened, uh, my cousin's dog started barking. It was really quick, it was just like a few seconds. And that's when a white lady-like figure appeared behind the wall from the hall to our rooms. And so I was still watching the TV at this point and it was visible from the corner of my eyes. And I ignored it completely because, uh, uh, you know, I was just like, oh, I'm probably just hallucinating or something, right? And so its head was becoming more visible as it was peeking. Uh, I'm guessing it just got annoyed that I was ignoring it. And I was able to tell that its skin was super white. It was, as I mentioned, white, whiter than paint um, or white ass paint, but it had very large black eyes and the hair was long and wet. And I turned to look at it and it just hit, it, it hit itself again. And I go back to watching the show and I'm ignoring it. I'm just like, oh, this is not happening. But it happened again right away, once more. It, it peaks again. And this time, um, its hands were grasping the wall and it showed its face up to, up to the nose. And the hands were really white. Uh, the fingers were long and it was very clear. And at that point, I did look back towards it. It was just like a split second that I made eye contact with it, but eventually just hit again. And as soon as I saw that, I immediately opened the front door and I called my mom panicking telling her what happened. And she was just confused. And she told me, oh, well, it's because you behave poorly and you don't do your homework and you don't listen to me and stuff like that. She was just giving me a lecture, you know, trying to scare me as well. <laughs> but um, she did offer to pick me up, but eventually I told her I wanted to stay. And it was only because my cousin had an Xbox and he had Netflix and I didn't have those things with my mom. So that was the only reason I stayed. But that is, I hold up, that is, open. that is the most hardcore teenage thing I've ever heard of. I just witnessed a black eyed supernatural entity appear and look at me in the eyes, but I'm going to stay in the house because this motherfucker has an Xbox. That is fucking <laughs> awesome. I'm sorry. Please continue your story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I, I kept the front door open. And, uh, you know, having the front door open, people would walk by and I would see them and listen to them. So it made me feel safe. And so my aunt arrived later that evening. It was around 6 p.m. Um, and I was afraid to tell them, actually, because I was like, you know what? They're just going to laugh in my face and ignore me. And, you know, it's not going to go well. But, Instead, she, she was very uh, focused on what I was saying, and she, she was asking me about the whole situation and what did it look like and what did it do, and she mentioned that she had seen, seen it as well. And so she explained to me that she's heard footsteps and she's also seen the figure before in the kitchen um, when she was sleeping in the living room. And um, for her, it would actually happen like around 2 to 3 a.m. consistently. Um, and once she told me that story about her seeing the figure as well, then I felt safe. You know, I, I was like, oh, okay, I'm not a crazy madman. I wasn't just seeing things. You know, other people seen things too. So it, it was a very great thing to hear from her instead of her rejecting me and just making fun of me. But uh, eventually when we moved out of the apartment, when I was, when I graduated from middle school, um, my cousin ended up finding out that 
a lady had died there. It was an old lady. And the only way he found out was because he was friends with the previous um, people who were renting that apartment. And they also moved out because of that reason. Um, we didn't move out because of that reason. We just moved out because we wanted to, but they actually ended up moving out because it came to a point where it got really severe and doors would shut and open and footsteps and noise and stuff. But um, it, it was pretty odd how we never came across any information uh, throughout our time there, but it was only up until the end when we found out what happened. Man, dude, that's, that's a wild encounter, man. You know, I, I hear about... I hear a lot of the paranormal stuff. I think majority of my show has actually wound up being the paranormal, even though personally, I mm-hmm. like focusing on a lot of the cryptids. I really try and get those episodes on. I love do- like the dog man and skinwalkers. I love doing all those, but uh, oh, there's, okay. there, there's just more paranormal stuff that I wind up being able to actually access because there's so many people that encounter these things. But your story in mm-hmm. particular is, you know, full on intense experience you know sometimes i get the oh i saw mist you know oh i saw i saw something <laughs> out of the corner of my eye once and you know but that that's crazy yeah. man to, to see the full body formed of a, of a of a person you know and the black eyes is really right. creepy too you know i've heard i've heard about that before which makes me you know kind of want to transition to the next question here what do you think that these mm-hmm. things are man you know do you think that they're people do you think that they like exist in different light spectrums what do you think they are uh, so, um, when I was a little kid, you know, I was forced to, to go to church and stuff and we'd always, we were always told it was just demons, you know? And so that's what I had in my mind as a little kid. Oh, it's just a demon, you know? But, uh, now that I'm older and, uh, I've done some research, uh, I've come across the spirits and demons and these type of figures that, you know, other people also see, but I, I do still believe it was at least some sort of demon because, you know, just by seeing it, it was, it was horrific. And I, I've heard stories about people seeing ghosts and that's not quite anything that I saw. And so it, it just has me to believe it, it had to be some sort of evil entity or something. That's interesting that you mentioned that because the black eye thing is, is definitely kind of a red flag. That's really weird that, that, that would, that it would have those specific features, you know, and, that's and, right. and why was its hair wet is another question, which is weird. Like it just, it sounds creepy, you know, and then the way that it was kind of peeking mm-hmm. at you, like around the corner kind of thing, you know, that's, that's, that's really right. horrifying. And that and would, that would mess well me up. I'm oh, sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to mention that. So the, the hallway to, to the rooms, it was, it was at least like six and a half feet tall. Right. Right. And this thing was, this thing was pretty tall. Like uh, if you were to, I'd say like, if I were to stand next to it, let's say, it would definitely be taller than I am and I'm around 5'11". So to see that and very thin creature from like its arm and its hands, then it's just, just crazy to think that it exists, you know, that there, there's stuff like that out there. And, you know, I'm pretty sure other people have seen it too, but to, to just think about it, even, even talking about this right now, it's giving me goosebumps, man. It's insane. <laughs> Yeah, man, I've seen stuff too, man. Like I've talked about it on my show a thousand times, but you know, the, I've had I've had a door slam in my face before, and and all kinds of weird stuff happened. Yeah, it's it's I've seen some intense stuff, and I've I've heard things too, like audi- like clearly audible stuff, and it's weird, man. You know, right. I, I I wonder, and for 
the information that you said you had on that on the person that died there, you know, a little old lady is what you had. That's right. Uh, right. So how would a a little old lady be taller than an adult male? Exactly. You know, that that exactly. sounds like mimicry to me, which is very scary stuff to get into, you know. I've 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 talked about That's mimics right. on my show and they're just they're freaky, man. They're they're really freaky. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what they are or what their purpose is, but you know, they're 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 creepy, man. And I was when I first heard your story at the beginning, I was thinking, oh, you know, poltergeist because I heard about the family breakup and and that kind of stuff. Because you hear a lot about poltergeists oh, yeah, around right. that kind of stuff. But this sounds like something else, man. It's it definitely is is creepy, definitely. man. So I don't know, man. I I guess I kind of just want to ask you what have you seen it again or is that like just your only experiences with it were while you were in that house or apartment yeah, so ever since that encounter that was the only thing i've encountered since then that, that was the last thing that's ever happened to me um there was another time uh if i may go on to to the yeah, story yeah go ahead um this was when i was a lot younger i was in fourth fifth grade and so um, at the time, it was only me, my dad, and my mom. Uh, my brother and my sister weren't born yet. But so uh, at that time, as a little kid, I would sleep with my parents in the room, you know, because I was a little kid, I was scared of sleeping outside yeah, me too. alone. <laughs> and so, uh, so, so in this case, um, what would happen was that my parents would leave the TV on. Uh, again, to feel some sort of security for me not to get scared. I, I would always need like a light source that had like those, those, um, those lights you would put on the wall and it would just, you know, shine. Um, and so they left the TV on that night and I fell asleep and I ended up waking up, um, pretty early in the morning. It was probably like around one or two. And the only reason I knew what the time was, was because my dad had given me like uh, his Nokia phone that he had. And I was able to use that as a flashlight. And so when I woke up, the TV was on static. And that TV would never do that. It was a pretty old TV, but it would never do that unless you went to the wrong channel. And so I told myself, I was like, oh, probably my parents clicked the wrong button and, you know, changed the channel. And that's why it's static. But I turned off the TV and once I turned it off, I literally saw this, this thing move on top of, of the wall, like on the ceiling and it just moved to the corner. And like that. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, oh man, what? And I turned on my Nokia, I put on the flashlight, I pointed at it and there was nothing. Huh. And I was like, oh man, I was like, that's, that's weird. <laughs> And so I, I left my phone on. I, I left it on uh, facing that corner of the wall throughout the night. And I went back to sleep. And the, the way I remember immediately, I, it, I, I don't know if it was a dream or something, but uh, a little white kid grabbed me from my chest, pulled my shirt. I was like in a sitting position on my bed. And I was like, a few inches away from his face. He was just like staring at me down. He didn't say a word or anything. And the eyes again, they were black, but, um, it, it was white as well. It, it was really white and it was just 
bright. The, he had short hair and he was on me, like, like strangling me. And I was fighting and I remember moving around and stuff. And I ended up kicking him or I think I punched him or kicked him. I don't remember what it was, but I ended up pushing him away. And that's when I woke up and hmm. I got up again. And I was like, what? I was like, is this a dream or, you know, what's going on? And so I, I had the phone. <laughs> I still had it on. Uh, I turned the TV back on and I went to a channel. It was like a kid's channel. I would play 24-7. And so then I went back to sleep. I woke up that morning. Uh, it, it, was a, it was throughout the week. So I had school. And I remember I had some sort of marks on my, um, on my chest. Um, it, it was like red. Um, hmm. and so I, I never told my mom about that it, it, literally until like a few months ago. I, I just mentioned that to her and she had mentioned that she saw the same things in that apartment. But, um, I, I always thought it was like a dream and I might've just been holding my shirt down, but it, it was pretty painful. I had some, um, some chest pain, um, for like, I think it was two to three days, uh, that, that I had it and then it just went away. But again, I, I was afraid to mention it to her cause I didn't like going to the doctors. I didn't like doing any of that sort of stuff and then getting called out on it from her. Then it's just like, Oh no, you know, I'd rather just not say anything. Right. You don't want to escalate it. Even, even though it did happen, you know, you don't want it to, you'd rather just let it sit. Exactly. You know, I get that man. I've, I've heard that story or that, that, um, I've heard that a lot from people. People are just like, you know what? It's not worth the trouble. I don't, (laughs) I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to talk about it. And like some That's people, right. like some people write into the show, man, which is really cool. They'll say, Hey, I listened to this episode and I've never talked about this story from like 1970 or 1980. And here's what happened to me back That's then. Right. Thanks for, thanks for having the platform. And you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. so, it's so weird, man. Like a lot of this stuff just, you kind of like put things in a box, you know, in the real world, but then you experience something like this and it just doesn't fit in a box. So people never talk about it. Exactly. And, you know, there's a lot of that, like, you know, stigma around like a lot of these topics because people think, oh, you know, you saw a ghost, you're crazy, or, you know, you saw Bigfoot, you must be some redneck whack job, you know? (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) uh, which isn't true, man. A lot of normal people see this stuff, you know, and, but they just don't talk about it. Um, That's right. But yeah, man, I, I'm glad you came on to share these stories, man. They're, they're really creepy and I wish I had an answer for you, but who knows what, what this thing was and good thing you haven't seen it in a while. Cause, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, that, that would be definitely something harder to deal with on a long-term basis. So thanks again for coming right, on, man. Yeah. And, uh, we'll wrap things up here.